0: No, no, you got it. Fix your crown now, sis. It's fix your crown with Shanice K. heel. Fix your crown now, sis. You got it. No, no, you got it. Fix your crown now, sis. You got it. No, do no, no, You got it. Fix your crown now, sis. You got it. No, no. You got it. Fix your crown now, sis. It's fix your crown with Shanice K. heel. I know sometimes it gets harder like. Sometimes you can't see the thought, but just know what God on your side, everything will be all right. Hi you guys, I'm a little bit cool now, so I'm going to just tone it down, like my last podcast I was like, uh, I was over the top, I wasn't over the type, I was just really intrigued on my last topic. this podcast right here i had like two things i had like two podcasts that was just in my heart today and this one it was just like i really want to share like how i met god how i found god and like why i chose this walk so i'm gonna go back 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 it up it's like no um i'm gonna go back to like i was like nine or ten like i had to like i was like under 13 i'd to like I'm going to say 9 or 10. Whatever the age I was, I remember we had the big white computer. We had a webcam. Like, we had the big fat, the big bass computer. And we had, like, this application on there, uh, well, app, whatever you want to call it. Software, pretty much, because it wasn't an app back then. It wasn't an app back then. It was a CD that you had to insert and then to download it. So, we had a webcam. I'm not sure why we had a webcam, but we had a webcam. Or whatever. So... And then like, we had a computer room. So I used to sit at this computer and make videos, and I used to literally talk to God. Like, I don't know what and why. I don't like, and the crazy part is I went to church, but the church I went to when I was younger, I was born and we only went like on Easter. So I wasn't like a kid that grew up in church. Like it wasn't like, I wasn't raised in a church and like that, we like regular typical black people. Where we just went to church on Easter or whatever. You know how people is. Uh, no offense if you do that. But um, yeah, so I wasn't raised in church, none of that. It was just like the word God was just always installed in my soul. Like it's weird. Like I never understand why. But fast forward, fast forward to so I was at least, so that's like, I'll say eight or nine. I think I was like 10 or 11. Um, my mama tried to force me to go to my sister grandma's house. I did not wanna go. And then I went. I ended up going, just sucking it up or whatever. This is like my comfort zone. I normally just went to like a cousin's house. So I went there and she was a pastor and she took me to her church. And I went to her church and just the singing, I, I don't know if it was, it was, the singing, it was something about church that I just, it was a—it was addiction to me. I, I fell in love with the whole concept of church. So that was like 11 or 12, whatever age that was. And I went to church ever since then, like by myself, she had come pick me up. So I was going to church, getting picked up. Then my family ended up going behind me or whatever. So I was in church or whatever. So like I was going to church for like, ever since then, that's how long I've been in church. But the order I got, I realized I had perfect attendance in church. I realized it was a difference between going to church and have relationship with God, so and that 's why lot people get this confused that like i was, I had perfect attendance. I can go every Sunday, I could tell you all the signs, but i couldn 't tell you a bible verse i couldn't i couldn 't stop sinning like i couldn 't stop making the same mistakes like i didn 't get convicted when I was doing wrong, but I, I had so many incidents where I know it was nothing but God like um for instance, when I was born, like I stopped breathing completely. And my mom had to turn into a certain position just for the doctor to save my life. Um, I remember when my dad, like he got into some crazy mess. And my dad, um, I don't know, I forgot what happened. Somebody I was on the side of, it was a green van on the side of our house that we had. And somebody came and shot it up. And all I remember was a glass, a glass like, like went in my ear, but the bullet didn't hit me, but it hit the cart right next to me. I remember, um, I got a crazy childhood. I remember then my daddy, like, my daddy was a drug dealer back then, thank God he's not no more. So um, I remember my dad, he got in two with somebody. So we had a computer downstairs in one of my sister's room as well. So, and we always stayed on this computer. So we was on this computer all the time, but we left this one particular night. And then when we came back, it was a bullet hole in a computer. The computer that I was always on, and then it's like, I remember I was in a club one day, like I started going to the little teen clubs, and I was like 15 years old, so I'm in the club just dancing, hey, being a hot tail, living carefree in the world, and the whole time at the party, me and my cousin, we was like in front of the, right near the front door, so I look back, and I'm like, let's take a picture, or let's go to the bathroom, I said one of those two, and we walked back. And in that one area, the moment we turned around and just stood there, after we walked back, we heard, like, a bunch of gunshots. So we rushed into the bathroom and found out the guy who was standing literally next to me, he got shot in the head. So, it's like, my life been literally been saved by God. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's it's it's, it's, it's been like a God feeling. It's like this burning feeling about God my entire life. And then, like, it didn't take me going to church to get saved and want to walk with God. It was just so many incidents like that or just me or me just choosing to live my life the way i wanted to live like i think that's like the hardest part with people is giving up giving up your way for god's way but i didn't try it my way so much and it got me nothing but in trouble like it got me nothing but setback. it got me nothing but mentally destroyed like just to keep trying my way so I just gave up from trying my way, and I just, and I'm just, I just chose God because, and people think like, okay, if we choose God, then um, things will be different, or we can't have fun. Like, no, like, you're not going to be perfect. I hear that so much, like, oh, she had church grown out, like, call it what you want, like, I still would go out and have fun, or whatever, it's just like, I, I never drunk liquor or smoke weed. So me choosing not to do that is not a spiritual reason. It's just me, I want a sober mind. I like to know what I'm doing and what I'm aware of or whatever. So it's like, nothing really changes. It's just, you get to see life and you get to see people from a different point of view. And I remember my daddy went to jail and I used to write letters to God. I'm like, God, please free my daddy. So it's like by my dad going to jail, That's when my relationship started with God, but I think I took it serious the year my daughter was born. Like, me getting baptized with my daughter, I took it serious. And of course, I made a lot of mistakes. Even with being, attempted to be celibate, I chose to do it in July of last year, the end of July. And I, I slipped up, made mistakes. Like, it's not an easy, it's not an easy process. Like, people think just because you choose God that um, you won't go through nothing the only difference between us and non-believers is God will give you a sound mind God will give you a sound mind and he'll take away the fear and he'll take away um, The burden when you're going through something. It's like, okay, it's like a storm It's like, it's like going through a storm and you in that storm you in that storm. Oh, I bit my tongue Excuse me. You in that storm by yourself when you are a non-believer, but when you is a believer, when you are a believer, you're walking through that storm with God. Like you have somebody carrying you through that storm, but you're still going through that storm. So it's like God's just somebody extremely, extremely like over anything over my life. God did my daughter. Like that's like God really changed me. Like I know I can I, I think twenty eighteen was a year where how I know I had perfect attendance in church and I wasn't take, I wasn't serious or had a deep blessing with God. 2018 when I was um I was working a job and um, I say uh when I was I'm sorry I had a text message when I was working a job at the post office and they took away my Sundays and I had this perfect attendance in church before then over the years so I couldn't go to church so I didn't know life without church like church was my medicine for the week it got me through the week that Sunday so I didn't know I, I didn't know my life outside of church because I didn't know how to handle life. Let's say that. I didn't I didn't know how to handle life without church. So I was I was forced into handling life without church. So I went back out to the rural, meaning I went back out and did whatever and I did like I did some crazy stuff. Like, Lord have mercy. I dated a drug dealer. Um, that's the year I had an abortion I'm outside in, like, I was, like, I think I went through depression that whole year. I had suicide thoughts. Um, I was, I just, I got betrayed a lot. I went through a lot that year. Like, I went through a lot, a lot, like, family issues. That was, like, a year that, like, everybody was tripping about 2019. I'm, like, no, 2018 took me out. But I didn't have a prayer life because I had perfect attendance at church, and I thought that, oh, as long as I'm going every Sunday, then that was a relationship with God, but not knowing, like, that like it is just a building but it's a foundation that prepare you for the outside world and it's like it's like a handbook or whatever to like life or whatever like that bible but i didn't study the bible before then like i didn't read the bible so i didn't have nothing to fall back on so when i was out in the world like i was just literally out there like where is god like I, I just walked away so like that was like my biggest lesson like life is more than just going to a church building And to this day, I'm pretty sure it's people that's like, okay, I'm going to church. I'm just Miss Goody Goody. But you can't. And you still live in, like, you still live in a regular life. But you're going to church. You're not actually applying it to your life. So 2019 is the year where it was like, okay. Like, I I decided to be celibate. I think I read that Bible... Uh, the Bible app told me I think I read it for like 200 out of 365 days. It was like 230 or 240 days I was in that Bible app and the Bible just in it. And like l- lately, I'm in the Bible probably three times a day now, or just just feeding my soul or whatever or whatever. But it's bigger than it's bigger than a church building. Like I love church, and the reason why I'm so big on church because church give me a chance to be around people, or mostly people, that's searching for the same thing and just walking the same path. Because we live in a society where if you're walking with God and if you're you're choosing God, like you're weird or you just a church person, like we actually get labeled wrong, not doing, just because we want to do right. And it's so normal to be a dysfunctional, it's so normal to do bad that that's the popular, to do bad and live bad, that's popular. But to have somebody chasing to do right, like we're, we're the weird ones or whatever. So, but it's like, it's my life. Like it's my life, it's my life, like, it's my life. Like, like my book, this podcast is literally driven by God. Like it's nothing that I could have came up with. Like me, I used, I used to write when I was a kid and I used to write stories. And it was just like a hobby to me. Like it was nothing that I was serious about. But this whole time writing it was part of my purpose and I never knew that. It was just something I loved doing. And I became I became like liking journaling. This whole time God was like holding his purpose and his secret but like, oh you're gonna be a best son of Arthur. So it's like I just chose God because it's it's a beautiful feeling to talk about it like it's like it's beautiful, man. And I I just want other people to just get a taste of it and see life like you would see detroit like where i'm from like as a crazy dangerous city but man it's to me i don't see it like that i just see it as as a city full of lost souls that's it and it's like somebody gotta be the voice or whatever and i'm one of those voices or whatever like i said it comes with struggles it comes with ups and downs just talking to a girl who crashed a car who left a job, I thought God told me to leave the job. When God didn't tell me to leave a job and I was unemployed for six months. I was hungry. I slept in my car before. I got almost got evicted to my apartment. But thank God they threw my um case out so it didn't affect my credit. Like this it's 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 hard going through that and while you going through that of course I doubted God. Of course you're gonna have doubts with God. Where you like, oh man, like God, well, I'm going through this. Of course, like you're gonna have doubts. But that's the whole point of having faith. Like in those situations, God built my faith up while I was doubting God. Like my faith was being built. At the same time, I just highly encourage, like it's not easy, like it's not easy. Like it's not easy, but it's worth it. Like I, I couldn't do life my way. Like my way was just a hot mess, like it was. But I'm just thankful for God's grace. Like, oh, man. Like, even in December, I did something so stupid. Like, it's not perfect. I did something in December really stupid because I let my emotions drive me somewhere where um, it normally wouldn't drive me to. So that's why I'm so big on having a sober mind. And I'm not even talking about alcohol or weed. I'm talking about having the wrong people in your life or just... um, like, dating the wrong person, that was, like, that was one of my issues. Dating the wrong person, it drove me to not have a clear thinking, and I made rational decisions where it could affected my freedom, it could affected my life, or whatever. But God's grace and God literally just saved me from it, or whatever. But I just want to share that, like, I always had a call on my life. Like, they say all of us are called, but only some of us are chosen and how I take that is God called all of us but only some of us actually picked that phone up and one thing, I ask, one thing I do learn with people like me I come encounter a lot of people that I know that it's called but they so they so in tuned in with the world that fitting in with everybody else it feels a void in them. so by them trying to fit in with everybody else like it's hard for them to see that like they're different like one thing how I knew I was different in high school or just in any grade, I always knew it was something different about me. Like I never thought it was I was better than nobody, but it was like it's something different about me. I didn't know what it was. And that's like one of the biggest signs that people ask, like how do you know your call? Like, you ever been in, you ever been in life and like the black sheep of the family? Like why 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 am I different than everybody else in my family? Like that's one reason. How I knew I was called because it was like something totally just different about me and unique and that I knew I was called by God but it's just like people so in tune in with fitting in and being like everybody else it's like it's hard for them to know that they're called and know that God has so much plans for us or whatever because when you want to live like everybody else it's like you gotta be yourself like that's the person God bless that's the person God want to choose to heal because it's hard to get healed if we're wearing a mask and refraining like everybody else, but me, I'm just like an open book. Like I want to heal publicly, even though God had me limit a lot of stuff I say now. Like I don't have to tell so much details, even though I was open. But I limit a lot of stuff I share, but I am open because I never knew. Like, okay, you need to heal. Like, I never knew that this is like stuff God introduced to me over the last two years. Like, I knew I need to be healed. Like. Like, I just looked like, a lot of issues in my life. Like, why do you keep hopping relationships relationships, Shanika? Shanika, I'm telling my mama name. Excuse me. Why do you keep hopping relationships to relationships, Shanice? Like, I didn't understand. I thought this was normal. But I got tired of it. I got tired. I literally got mistreated and dogged by everybody I ever came encounter with. And I'm like, this is just not normal. I am not a bad person. But of course, in order to knowing that I was broken, I had to stop being the victim. And I had to notice, like, Shanice, you're making these decisions. These people who's, who's destroying you, they have issues within themselves. We get that, now you have to draw the line and say, hey, what's making you choose to keep accepting this and allowing this behavior? So that's where I had to draw the line and say, okay, Shanice, you're needs, you need to heal. You need to be alone, you need to stop dating. Like we live in a society where it's like okay, you're single, just date till so you find the right one, but it's like when do you have time to yourself to consume everything you've been through and just lay it on the table and ask God to expose every every area in your life, but that's it. I just want to share that because I didn't everybody think that you just go to church or you find God in church like no, like being nearly shot at or all them crazy stories like i used to invest in a bag in a little dope bag i used to i used to do a lot of crazy stuff i used to do a lot i used to run away from home when i was like 15 with my first boyfriend being a hot tail and it's just like it was god like god like the story when i was run away it's my last name that i'm about to get up i'm about to go in or whatever so this went overtime. but i'm gonna share this last story uh i remember my pastor my old pastor, who I was going to church when I was younger, and I was running away, and she called me. She was like, Shanice, I seen that you was at a park, and it was blue, red, and white swing set, and the school was abandoned. And this is the school on Moraine near McKinley, near that area in Detroit or whatever. And this was the same park. I was run away to my ex-boyfriend, and we was chill there and just... Hang out and just be dumb young kids or whatever. This was the same part. So one night I ran away. We got into it. He put me out and I walked off at night, not thinking, not really caring, not being smart, rational decisions and in the, in the moment, in, in the moment of my emotions. So I'm walking the hall and it's like three guys coming up. And then no, oh she told me her dream. I got killed and I got raped. That's what she said. So while I'm walking. Um, in that area was three guys walking towards me and my my best friend at the time her auntie was in the neighborhood and just helped me get in the car so it was like it was so many signs knowing i was called but that's it you guys i gotta go tend to my child and i thank you guys for the support and if you suggest a topic let me know and if you're willing to come on and talk and just just talk and you can chit chat Just let me know as well. And I thank you guys so much for your support. And have a great and wonderful night. Toodles, tinker butts.